As usual, we have Uriel. What's up? And we got Indy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Guys, what is up this week? What is new? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of was, not was. They're basically Jazz's answer to they might be giant. They're pretty eclectic and weird, but most people know them for Walk the Dinosaur. Does it sound... Like, do they have, like, the same, like, jokey, not even, I don't even want to call it jokey, but, like, they have like, that same feel to it? Weird, as style. Yeah, 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 that's them. Are there, like, 40 songs in an album, and they're, like, a minute Short, and a half No, no, they don't have that problem, though. <laughs> like, they actually oh. understand that longer songs can mean longer bangers, not just, like, I don't know, these unnecessary verses. I feel like <laughs> They Might Be Giants, like, just didn't do anything unnecessarily. They're like, okay, like, this song is... A minute and twelve seconds, so that's just what it is. We're not going to try to fluff it and. I mean, but I like it, it when they continue the beat over and over, like the catch of it. Like yeah. that's what I like about house music. It cuts out the fat. Mm-hmm. All right, Andy. What about you? That's funny that you said that. Because speaking of that, there's a record I've been listening to a lot lately. Vaporwave record by Dan Mason. Mm. Um, Miami Virtual 2.0. Yes. It's one of his first records from 2016. Yeah, um, it's a good album. It's, it's an amazing album. The song Seven to Five. Woo! Yeah. If anyone hasn't heard that song, Seven to Five by Dan Mason, check it out. It's, uh, it's, it's just a really great example of what you were just talking about where you take a piece of a song, a loop, and make a really interesting new song out of just that. Um you know how you can have like a standard 4-4 song mm-hmm. uh, well this song kind of goes outside of the bars and f- flows into the next bar sort of um, it's like it's always moving around back and forth between the points on the bar uh, where the four w- fourth point would be yeah just amazing mm-hmm. song it's really good he's got so much good stuff he's got so much great stuff I'm stoked to see him at Electronicon later in the summer. Yeah. He's going to put on a great show. But um, mm-hmm. one of my favorite uh, favorite Vaporwave songs is off of um, Summer Love. Mm. Um, and that is uh, Shopping Spree. There's something about that song, like whenever it comes on, it's just, it's upbeat. It, you kind of want to move to it a little bit. Um, it's just, it's, it's really, really cool. I, I can listen to his stuff all day. Yeah, I have that record. You have the actual record? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to get it, and then I'm like, I don't need another physical right now, but I really <laughs> want it, but I was good and didn't buy it, but I'm kind of like, okay, I really you're, want it now. You're a good boy. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe uh, maybe they'll have some at Electronicon. I'll pick a copy up there or something. For sure, and I don't think it's to, too uh, much on Discord. No, it was, it was only like... I think when it came out, it was like 25 bucks. It was actually quite reasonable for a, a, a big name vinyl like that, big mm-hmm. name, so to speak, in the, in the genre. So Absolutely. Cool. I've had, uh, let's see, I know I was listening to some Encarta 95 because we had the interview with uh, Strudelsoft last week, which was nice. uh, kind of got me in the mood for that. Uh, that's awesome. Some some melodied stuff also, because again, kind of like when when you do these interviews, I kind of like get into like that that music that we're listening to. No, that's uh, that's the whole point. The whole point. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get more yeah, people listen to it. What was that? Yeah, well, I think that means yes. I'm not 100 percent sure. Let me look it up. Okay, well, we get the point. <laughs> yeah. So, um. So what are we? One other about today. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, what other thing I've been listening to? Yes. Okay, good. Glad that we got that cleared up and it's settled. We uh, we're multilingual now here. Oh, that was such an investigation. <laughs> Great, hard hitting investigations by Uriel. Tune in every week, maybe. 
Uh, so like the one other thing I've been listening to, and it kind of leads us into our first topic for the day. Uh, Porter Vaughn. Who is Porter Vaughn? Who's that? The mystery, Porter Vaughn. The mystery that is like just in like just everyone in the vaporwave community is talking about and just wants to know who is Porter Vaughn. He's got one album up on Bandcamp. Um, and if you're not familiar with him, I got the tape. His yeah, so yeah, you know, you know what it is. His whole thing is he is he's the richest man in vaporwave, mm-hmm. which I, I take a little issue with. I mean, my name is literally Rich, and I'm I'm I guess like adjacent to vaporwave in some way, but whatever. So we'll 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 leave that as as it is. But he he's the richest man in vaporwave. He doesn't have any fans. There are no fans of Porter Vong. He has clients. Only clients. His only clients. Only Did clients. he like take a hit from the needle back or something? Needle, needle, fuck. The needle drop. I keep on saying the needle back. What the hell? What are you talking about? Like, I remember Anthony Fantano stating in an interview, like, you got to treat your fans like business partners. Like, if you do anything else, you're going to be mu- massively disappointed. And I think that might be where Portavang is coming from, but continue on. It, it could be. Um, it, he puts on this whole persona of just a businessman in the 80s. And, and, you know, his whole thing is you can have it all. I already have it all, but, you know, you can have it all. I want you to have it all. And I want, you know, you, my clients, to, to have it all. Um, his... On his Twitter, there's a pinned tweet, uh, and it just reads, Hi, it's me, Porter Vong, and I want you to have it all, just like me. Me lie to you? No, why would I? I already, I have already got it all, my friend. I want nothing but to help you do the same and live the life that you desire. So why wait? Let me help you build your dreams. Hmm. Um, it's, it, it's, I find it hilarious, first of all, because all of these tweets are accompanied by some kind of image that just depicts just opulent luxury in the 1980s. Um, like this one image, he's, he's just standing in front of a Rolls Royce. Another one, he's on a boat with like these two beautiful women and he's in like this just dope white outfit that you would wear in a boat. Um, it, it's, it's, it's just absurd. It's, it's, it is, it's, it's classy. It's absurd. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His birthday's October 5th, 1985. He's a self-employed businessman. And, uh, yeah, he's been posting <laughs> since February. Yeah, so relatively new on the scene, but he's already the richest man in vaporwave. Which is, that's a pretty pretty quick rise to, to power, if you ask Maybe me he was just already rich, and then he became in vaporwave? I don't, who knows? That's That's the mystery. With it. That's the mystery. We're, we have um, a lot to learn from Porter Vaughn. <laughs> Listening to his music, I think like the album is good. It's a, it's a solid vaporwave album. There are elements from it. It's like one of those like get rich quick kind of infomercials that you would see. You know, I can you know you can go on vacations and you can you know have a boat or you can do this and, and those kind of things. And those are kind of like sampled and chopped and and put into the music. And it's just, I, I think it's just a solid, just a solid album. Um, sounds good. It's it's what you'd expect from a vaporwave album. I think it fits his persona extremely well uh, for for what he's trying to accomplish. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, so we got to find out who who he is. So, but like that's the so. That's a question I have. So there's this whole controversy or, or discussion, I should say, of, of who is Porter Vaughn. Like everyone's trying to figure out who this guy is. Why do we need to know who he is? Well, he's got a lot to teach and he's rich. <laughs> well, well, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, he's that's a one Singaporean, thing, by the way. I, yeah. But I guess a lot of people no, are like, he's well, he's from Vietnam. He lives in Singapore. He's from Vietnam, lives in I Singapore. <laughs> but it, it seems like people are trying to figure out like, well, he's got to be another artist or he's got to be someone else or he's got to be, you know, this person. Like, who is this guy? And I don't know. It does it, does it make a difference? 
Should it be someone else? Why why can't he just be Porter Vaughn? Well, rip off I that band aid and me, man. Like, tell us the truth. There's gotta be something deeper here. Like, I really doubt this guy's like super rich. Certainly not in the eighties. Wait. Just look at the photography, man. Give me a second. I'm gonna <laughs> go some go do some Google images real quick. All right. Oh, just go look at Twitter. To discover the truth. To discover the truth, you have to do your research. You have to go through all the Facebook. Who who was he friends with first? That would be an interesting thing to find out. Hmm. I believe in you. You can do it. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Oh, fun fact. If you Google images search for uh, Porter Vaughn, <laughs> if you scroll down far enough, you'll eventually see St. Pepsi. I don't know why, but you will. Yeah. Oh, he seems like he knows how to live a fly lifestyle as well. Yeah, I, to look me, at him on so that boat. I, of of all the different like vaporwave styles or or element, visual elements or you know, things that accompany the music, uh, to me the the eighties or early nineties ultra luxury like super opulent um, depictions are like peak vaporwave for me. Mm-hmm. So like some luxury elite and and that style of of just depicting this whole like super exclusive lifestyle fits in so well and it just clicks for me. So to me, he's he's just hitting all the right buttons and it just it works. The persona is fantastic. Like Every K-fabe. time you see him posting somewhere, it's like what? Kayfabe. It's a wrestling term describing a wrestler's get up or story. This doesn't actually represent them as a person more of their art like you know what i mean mm. that's cool for all we I know porter vong is his real name he just uses it as an alias in spite of the fact that like his stuff is like clearly bullshitting like he's this is put on you can't be like this in real life can he whether it's his name or not i believe he is in tune with the vaporwave essence and he's going for it he's made a record solid record He's got a lot of clients. <laughs> <laughs> he's gaining clients. He just hit 300 clients today on Twitter. 300 uh, clients. And he's, he's, he's pushing for 1,000 clients in the near future, uh, which I think with with the help of the current clients and, and maybe us here with, with our discussion, we can maybe, you know, we can get some more clients on board to, to help realize their dreams. Mm-hmm. But it, oh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's it's obviously it's obviously a persona like i you know it's it is a persona that an artist is taking on um i just i don't know if it's necessary to like try to pull the mask back at any point or like try to have anything be revealed with it maybe he should just be porter bond unless he's trying to that's the goal um there is a tweet here says see you at electronic electronicon my friends um, with an image with a girl in a bikini, it says write down seminar location. So maybe Porter Vaughn is going to put on some kind of clinic, some kind of some kind mm. of seminar for people at Electronic Con. That could be wave two. Porter Vaughn. <laughs> Porter Vaughn wave two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I was enticed about five minutes ago with like some secret that Indy would reveal. There has to be something more about him, Indy. I mean, like, you said you knew something. What's the deal? Peel off that Band-Aid. I did the research, and I believe I figured it out, but I certainly won't spoil it. What, what do you mean, won't spoil it? We're, we're, not a, we're not a spoiler podcast, Uriel. We don't do that. You, you, you should have bought a ticket to Electronicon. Oh. Hey, I, I had <laughs> tickets oh. to poverty, Snap. okay? Uh you know what? I'm going to spoil something just for the heck of it. Um, Shane dies, Walking Dead. Boom. Yeah, no one's well, watched like that show in a few years anyway. So, All right. <laughs> yeah. check, just... check out Porter's <laughs> Facebook. It's riddled. It's it's just peppered with gold. Yeah, just great little snippets of of just... It, it's just it's hilarious. His Facebook, his Twitter. Uh, he's also pretty active on the... Uh, the chat channels for the private suite discord i've seen him posting some mm-hmm. stuff in there so you can uh connect with him there and maybe he can teach you how to to get rich yeah he was uh he was participating quite a bit today actually 
Well, yep. depending on when this episode comes out. Yes. Uh, today's exactly. Friday. Yep. So everybody knows. He's active on the Private Suite Discord, so look for him. Uh, you can go see, again, He's he's you're his client, so if you want to talk to him, you know, he, he'll, he'll talk to you because, you know, you're his client. He's there for you. He's there for you. And actually, we'll be having an interview with him soon. Yep. So... Talking if you'd about like to learn more about Porter Vong, tune in to that. Yeah. Details to be uh, to be announced soon. Yes. All right, so moving on for today. Indy, what do we have? We have something, uh, I think you kind of, you mentioned it a little bit, and it just set me off on a spree of research and going <laughs> through my past and remembering uh, basically movies from my childhood and things I actually haven't seen before because the idea was um, vaporwave or films and movies and old media, media in general maybe, that feels vaporwave, reminds you of vaporwave, maybe has vaporwave in it. Um, so yeah, I've got a couple films down and a couple questions for you guys. So I think- Well, why don't you kick it off? See what, what do you have to start? Okay, there's a film, there's two films actually, I think are the epitome of vaporwave movie, um, so before, unintentionally. Before you say that, when you say vaporwave movie, we're talking about like movies that kind of bring out that same feeling that mm -hmm. vaporwave does or reminds you of that, like a specific time period, like the 80s or 90s or, or something along those lines, right? Yeah, or the atmosphere of the film okay. uh, is the same as that a specific technology and decaying obsolescence. Right. <laughs> uh, so there's two films, and there's one actor in both of them. It's Robin Williams. Okay. Can you guess what the films are? Um. Uh, I don't know. Bicentennial Man. Oh and, God! No. Um. Hmm. It's got to be a good one. Uh, I never. I didn't think about that. That's not. That's not on my list. But damn it. Um. Good I said Man was terrible. Dead Poet Society. I can't think of him in like in any science fiction type like weird aesthetic-y movie. So interesting. You said Dead Poet Society. I feel like that could fit in some way um some of the i feel like you could sample some of the the, the verses and whatnot from that sure from that movie and that could really actually work pretty well it doesn't it's not what the type of movie that i would think about just you know straight away with this kind of question uh, but i could mm -hmm. see that that working pretty well I, I you could write an essay it. on it if you had to yeah i, yeah. I could probably write an essay right. on it if i had Indy, to what are the movies um, toys. Okay. Did you ever see that? toys? I no, I, I haven't think seen Story, toys. Yeah, yeah. But that toys came out around the same time, didn't it? Uh, I don't know when I can. Uh, let me check. Nineteen ninety two. Okay, so that was before, ah. before Toy Story. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. Was, that was billed, I think initially a lot of people thought that was going to be like what Toy Story was, but it's definitely more of an adult movie, right? More geared towards a mature audience? Yeah, definitely. Okay. But just, uh, I don't know, It's you have to kind of watch that film to understand. It's kind of the, 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 the overall feeling and atmosphere, like I was saying, of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like it's a sort of cognitive feeling. It's the, uh, that film and One Hour Photo. Ah, oh, man. I knew it. I knew it would be something like that, but I just forgot the name of the movie. Yeah, like one of his more dramatic films that people. Yeah, forget that's about. an easy film name to forget, I suppose. Yeah. That yeah it has a Malsoft vibe to it with with a lot of Robin Williams stuff. But that is a, yeah. that is a fantastic movie. 
Yeah, for it's sure. It's a really fantastic movie. And it's um, definitely mall softy. Yeah, because with with his job working in that that retail fluorescent environment and um a lot of the sounds cuz most of it a lot of it takes place in the store. It takes place with him working. Um, mm-hmm. And again, just that the atmosphere and the feeling of the characters, the character. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like stuck outsider like in, sort of. He's he's just stuck in like a time period. It's like he his fashion sense got to a certain point, and he's just like, all right, this is it. I don't need to change anything I wear or or any way I style my hair or anything like that for the rest of my life, and mm-hmm. that's it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Des- and also, I mean, check also those the, films out and get back the, to us. The the premise of that one in terms of like the, I mean, he's not really capturing the memories, but like he's living life through the images of someone else. These, these old nostalgic images that this person is developing there, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like the vaporwave imagery that kind of lends itself to kind of really, helping you get into an album it's it's similar in that way i mean this guy is is just living vicariously through these images and and is learning about these people through these images Uh, Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think it's it certainly fits in um what else we got well do do you guys want to bring up any if if you have any come to mind yeah i'm gonna outright it out of the way right now not Blade Runner. Like, I saw that movie <laughs> twice. It's <clears throat> infinitely more cyberpunk than Vaporwave. While it does have yeah. a little bit of, like, that weird technological aesthetic, it never comes off as anything but, this is the future! But, like, how they thought of it, it would be, rather than anything weird or truly obsolescent. And the plot's themes are more about, like, sentience and automation, which doesn't quite get into Vaporwave, although it is music? compatible. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't say that that falls into it. Um, along the same lines, have you seen Total Recall? Uh, That's on my list. I really need to watch that movie. The original one, not the the remade one with I think Colin Farrell, who's, who's uh, who played the main character in it, but the original yeah. one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Check it out. I yeah. saw. Um, yeah. There was the guy who was. I don't know Schwarzenegger with his like eyes bulging out on Mars. There was the woman with three boobs. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's was... that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's the movie. I've I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, you should have just said so. Chick with three boobs. That that's it. <laughs> Dirt. <laughs> she has a name. It's like Sia Naff, but like. I mean, it's it's alien with three boobs. Eh. <laughs> That that's what triggered the memory for you and 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 got the response. So it's close enough. It'll work. Well, when I think, well, that's not what I think of when I think of the movie. Like, yeah, I know. It's like I'm I just, think of that scene on Mars, basically. Yeah. Gotta get to Mars. Um, <laughs> let me think of a more straight example on my part. Uh, so I, I think, in addition to movies, I think you can kind of include TV with this for sure. as well kind of um, Which, what movie? i think I, the one i didn't hmm? quite catch that t no tv i'm saying is we can oh tv yeah not, yeah I not agree. just movies we can use tv also um the one that i think a lot of probably comes to mind for a lot of people in terms of just pure aesthetic uh would be miami vice I mean, mm-hmm. even if that gears more towards the synth wave kind of thing the whole just even borders on like that luxury aesthetic, you know, they have the, you know, the fancy car and the white suits and and just that whole lifestyle. I think that fits in just super well into just, just an aesthetic point of view. Yeah. That reminds me of another one that would fit uh, Knight Rider. Yeah. It's yeah. like a bit like darker and spookier, but outrun as well as the movie Miami connection again, more synth wave. But it does have some vaporwave elements in, like, its decorations and stuff like that. The movie itself is 
is quite droll. I, I've seen it at least twice. It's so funny. It's just, you know, not like <laughs> as action-packed as you would think. For me, a movie that fits into the, again, the aesthetic, and I can kind of see stuff being built around it, would be Ski School. I don't know if you're familiar with, with that movie. No, actually. Ski, um, ski School. Ski School. Oh, God, no, um, no. <laughs> with sounds... just the outfits and stuff, and, and just the, the, the straight, just generic oh, 80s my God. music. Yeah, this looks amazing. Um, like slow-mo shots of people going over jumps and stuff it just it's to me it's the perfect aesthetic for it of like winter vaporwave if there was if there was like a a model for winter vaporwave winter vaporwave style it's going to be ski school oh yeah i'm definitely downloading this film yeah it's a terrible let me look that shit up how bad oh it looks so terribly good though oh yeah it is absolutely one of those movies that is so bad that it's 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 entertaining but it's, yeah. Oh, there's a skew school too. How about that? Oh, I don't know. We don't talk about that. What was? Oh. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> we don't talk about it because did you I had see no the cover idea for this movie? Oh my god! No, I haven't. It's like mm-hmm. literally just some woman's ass to the camera who probably isn't even in the movie, and it says the hottest action ever to hit the slopes. Like, <laughs> Billy. <laughs> that's that's oh. vaporwave. That's. Hey, it's kind of. I bet you Porter Vaughn would like that film. Um, I don't know. Maybe, and, maybe he uh, would. <laughs> Another one that I have that comes to mind again from some somewhat of aesthetic point of view, uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Oh yeah, sure. That house is dope. Yeah. It is so eighties. It it is painfully. 80s it hurts how 80s that modern that house is mm-hmm. um it, it's like that would be a cover on uh that, that just a picture of that house could just be a, a vaporwave album cover because it's just so ridiculous yeah i gotta download that too i haven't seen it in a long time yeah that one could actually fit pretty well yeah i i think just the ridiculousness of some of these movies that you get from the 80s like the dead heat kind of chop yeah, stuff like that could just even just be sampled really well and just fit into an album really, yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I remember watching Dead Heat a while ago with my friend, and we got to the part where there was like a shootout. And, like, I swear to God, the bad guys were just taking a billion hits, and they're like, no, this is bullshit. This is wrong. This is not a zombie. This is just an idiot who has a bunch of squibs on them. Like, the cops were, like, <laughs> flying over as if they were, like, doing uh, jazzercise in a pool. Like, ah. They flip over. Like, there's a string on them or something. Like, it's on a stage musical. But it's a hmm. shootout with the zombies. Like, you have to watch the movie to see what I mean. I swear to God. Just because it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, they were like, no, this is too much for me. But I liked it. <laughs> it's just like, I can't watch that kind of movie alone because it's scary. You, you don't you don't do scary movies well like most of it's not horror but there are occasions where it is oh, okay got it cool hmm. uh speaking of cool there's a film called cool as ice you guys ever hear of that one <laughs> yeah i've seen it vanilla vanilla ice is the oh god star. yeah oh that's <laughs> ice ice baby oh my god that uh... yeah He's a motorcycle bad boy in that film. Yeah, but he's also got like a sensitive side and he tries to like take care of, I don't know, this girl that he falls in love with who's like in trouble with a gang or something. I, I, I haven't seen it. I remember seeing like a synopsis of it somewhere. Yeah, it's like, like the good girl. She's a like honor student, whatever. But she he's falls in bad, love with the bad, bad boy, boy eyes. who melts her heart. There's a certain point where certain celebrities get popular enough where I feel like movie studios look for a way to include them in movies, not to like improve the movie in any way, but just to say, hey, we got this guy in the movie. Yeah. And it happens. I find it happens with comedians quite a bit, probably more often than musicians or anything like that. But 
Um, like at probably most recently, Kevin Hart would be a great example of that, where he's just in everything because they know that if they put him in there, there are people that will go see him just because Kevin Hart is in the movie. Um, yeah. Amy Schumer did a few movie, movies, same kind of thing, just let's get her and stuff. Um, and I, I can't imagine that someone said, you know, we did a talented actor for this movie, someone who's really <laughs> dynamic and is going to really play this part of just this heartthrob bad boy guy who's who needs to fall in love with this this honor roll student get me vanilla ice on the phone right now because there is no one else that can play this part get me vanilla ice like i mean i've seen that movie it's not like white vapory it's more like 90s throwback it's like it's just yeah, something that can't be made today. It can't be made in the future, and it can't be made before that period of time. You know what I mean? No, and it's not like the movie itself is not vaporwave. Like it's not, you know, slowed down music or anything like that. But it does mm-hmm. vaporwave transports you to an era, or can transport you to an era where movies like that existed. You would go to the mall for the afternoon and walk around the pretzel and go to all the random shops because you didn't have the internet, couldn't shop online, couldn't do anything like that. And then you'd go see a movie at the end of the day and it was just whatever it was. Like you didn't, you know, couldn't check ratings or anything like that. It was hard to deal with that. You just kind of existed. Um, mm-hmm. That stuff was normal. Like that, that's the kind there were for every one of these movies that we're mentioning right now, I'm sure there are dozens more that are just as bad. You know, we know about this one because Vanilla Ice is in it, but I'm sure there's plenty more just terrible, unknown movies from the 80s mm-hmm. that we can make just Hundreds, so much fun Hundreds, thousands, like... Yeah. So, um, yeah. But, like, just the feeling, like, us watching that now, it's, like, it's painfully 80s or early 90s. Um, it's a moment it's, in it, time. It is It is a moment in time. Locked into I mean, it's history. movie. Yeah, good, good movie. <laughs> Check it out. Is it really a good movie or is it just? It's cool like, as ice. It's cool as ice. <laughs> That's what about movie. what about another cool movie? Uh, what about Cool Runnings? Ah, I need to see that movie. I hear it, like mentioned you all the time in passing, like yeah, hey, Cool Runnings, Cool Runnings, Cool Runnings, but like nobody plays it. It's hard to find it. It's a mystery. I'll send it to you right now. You, you haven't seen it. Please. Oh my God, Jamaica! I would rather we have a bobsled team. I, I'm not. Right, well, we'll deal with that. that after, deal no. with that after. <laughs> Come on, it's John Candy, uh, coaching the Jamaican bobsled team. All right. I'll, okay, I'll give it a try. I'll come back What's, next time on the podcast and tell you what I think of it. We'll get a full yearial reviews. Yeah, message me. Of, <laughs> what, what's the, the, the the little song that they sing in that movie? Um, There's a like few. when they're. Well, when they they're they're pushing the bobsled out of the uh, the gate. Oh, feel the rhythm, feel the right. <laughs> uh, get on up, it's bobsled time. Bobsled time, yep. yeah. <laughs> Got it. You have to watch they, it. They right. do it better than I did. That. That's one of those movies that I don't think anyone would go out of their way to to watch it. But like, if it if you're flipping through the channels on TV and it's well, we're in outliers here, I guess. But yeah. I think most people. Most people are not going to go out of their way to go watch something like that. But if they're it's flipping through channels on TV, they're like, oh, it's cool runnings. Let's let's just watch this. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, my God, it's cool runnings. This is such a, a, a bad 80s movie. Let's let's see how bad it is and get watching the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sorry, my phone's going off. Let me turn that off. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Lost in Translation. Why do you say Lost in Translation? Just the feeling. I don't know. The the loneliness, maybe. Aging actor. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can overlay uh, 2814 over parts of that movie, and it would probably work really well. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I was going to say that about Blade Runner, actually. but I feel like Blade Runner is too obvious of a choice for that album. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's... Like that's like the lazy approach to, uh, like a, a an album that would go with another movie. <laughs> if that makes sense, not that I'm trying to say you're lazy or anything like that, but it's 
it's you look at the cover and like you can kind of say, oh, that looks kind of like the buildings in Blade Runner. Yeah. But Lost in Translation is an interesting one. Yeah, the the isolation yeah. and the the feeling of of loneliness. Global that you have. capitalism. Yeah, that too. Yeah, it's like just uh, it's the same type of movie that gives me sort of a bit of anxiety, <clears throat> and there's some vaporwave <laughs> that does that. So, so here's another one. Um, speaking of capitalism, uh, you got mail. Ooh. Interesting. Not you, bringing you a, how some, do you say that? Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks and Meg Ryan. Um, is it like a romantic comedy based on email? Yeah. It is. It is. It is exact. That is exactly what it is. It is a rom com that <laughs> takes place over AOL email. It's charming. I feel like my life is complete. Can I die now? Because I don't want to see this movie. I'm not seeing it's a movie about see email. No, lived. I can't take it. <laughs> Well, it's not about email. It's just that that's how they how they communicate. They they met online somehow, and they're talking about their their work. And they they both work for bookstores, except she works for the charming little local bookstore, and he and works like for the, the big, big bookstore, the big mega yeah. conglomerate bookstore. I think and she they talk owns about it. Their, yeah, and she they talk about like their struggles with work and they're both really into books but they you know they they're communicating over email and then they they only find out later that they're they are who they are and um so the movie came out in like 96 or 97 i believe so imagine the computers they're using and imagine the technology that they're using (laughs) and the fact that it's called you got mail which is like the like signature sound uh sound clip from aol um, probably one of like the, the signature like technology sound clips of the 90s or of just of technology i mean name a more iconic you know soundbite from piece of software yeah yeah you it's so like it combines like just, just like peak tech well, i don't say peak technology it's email it's not that impressive but um you know it's well, just the time. it's at the time, I mean, like, that was cool. That was interesting. No one had ever, you know, heard of, like, an online relationship at the time. Um, you know, it goes into the consumerism side of things where you have, like, big business taking over um, or, or driving out smaller businesses and just, you know, people just, you know, desire to save some money and just capitalism in general. So, um, again, not, like, something that you could overlay an album to, though I would actually it would be interesting to see, like, what, albums you actually could overlay to it to make it um to make it work but um, inadvertently uh, could be a good choice for a a vaporwave based movie Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, her is also good heard her oh her one okay okay. with uh and uh mr robot that might be more cyberpunk yeah, yeah the feeling is kind of but yeah her is like the aesthetic right mm-hmm. it's all those it's interesting uh, shapes everywhere and stuff colors that's with ryan gosling right her no no her doesn't have ryan gosling it has uh i think it's joaquin phoenix joaquin and yeah look hmm. it up her movie you'll see it, once you see the cover isn't there one Yes, um, Joaquin Phoenix. With um, Scarlett Johansson's in it too. Oh, She's okay. super yeah, vaporwave, man. About. She got what does she got? Ghost in the Shell, okay, Lost in Translation, her. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and oh oh, she also has the island. I, the that. island. I. Yeah, if you haven't seen I her, love that check movie. it out. No, I, yeah. I remember her. I. I remember seeing that i was confusing it with a different one i think there's a movie with with uh ryan gosling where he like falls in love with a mannequin also or something was that about blue valentine or no no yeah Could be i know that he's all yeah he's kind of weird what movie yeah. is that that's a great movie i can't remember what is uh but Ariel, they um the island mm-hmm. is another great movie i've seen that movie probably Probably a couple dozen times. Um, Which movie? 
that's great. The Island. Oh yeah, yeah. It's probably one of like Michael Bay's good movies, along with Pain and Gain. <laughs> was it La La Land? No, no, it wasn't La La Land. It, it definitely was not La La Land. Yeah, La La, La, La Land, Land, a very vaporwave movie. Very, I was gonna say, that's like <laughs> as far away as you're gonna get from a, a vapor vaporwave. Oh, what was movie. it? I can't remember. Crazy, it doesn't matter. Crazy Stevie Love. Uh, whatever. No. Uh, I know she was in a romantic comedy. Um, uh, I'm blanking. I can't do it either. Okay. Lars and the Real Girl. Lars and the Real. That's it. That's. Thank you. People were probably screaming it. I know. People are I sorry. Had to get it. Yeah, the live okay. studio audience yes. was just going crazy. But good thing we installed that soundproof barrier. <laughs> exactly. High quality soundproof barrier. Yes, Lars and the Real Girl. Not. I don't think that's a vaporwave movie, but that's that's Good what movie. I was thinking of when you were mentioning her. Yeah, yeah, her. Definitely check that movie out. It's kind of creepy too. Like he's talking to his computer all the time. He falls in love with it. Yeah, sort of. You know, that's not a spoiler. It's... It happens early. <laughs> um, well, I think we any got? movie that has been out for. That, that movie came out in 2013, you know, so it's mm. six years. Spoilers are off the table. It's, yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, there True. are movies that have been like forgotten and are only getting prominence like relatively recently. Like again, Miami Connection. So spoilers for that one are a bit more justified. Just not like classics like Citizen Kane. Like, you know what happens at the end, right? Yeah. Even if it's not a classic, I think, like, if it's... It was a sled. If, yes, it was the sled. <laughs> uh, he likes the green It's not like... <laughs> it's it's not like, you know, the movie's still in theaters and, like, you're, you're like, oh, I couldn't go see it when it came out because the tickets were sold out and I'm dying to get there. Like, you know, Endgame, people were, you know, people were going to see that movie over the, the first, you know, two weeks that it came out and you didn't want to spoil anything. But if the movie's been widely available probably for free on netflix or whatever service you have or anything like that it's fair game as far as i'm concerned you mm. shouldn't have to worry about spoiling it for for anyone yeah i hear you on that from so. y'all yo speaking of ryan gosling uh <laughs> only god forgives yes and in speaking of that samsara what is Sam it Samsara is basically like this movie that just is like oh that that's a crazy movie yeah it's just it's a it's just like uh, what's the word I'm looking for it's like a bunch of cinematography porn I guess it's nothing really yeah. plot wise but like the atmosphere it it's sort of cool gets a lot of vaporwave albums mm. Mm. yeah that's, that's a phenomenal film check that out Samsara everybody you're gonna have to make a list. Yeah, we have to put together some kind of. Uh, we should. Stomach, like memento. I was just gonna say memento. <laughs> could be a, is another interesting one, but um, yeah. Well, as I'm editing this, I'll I'll take note of all the the movies that we're talking about and just list them in the the show notes on the description. Yeah, I'll of the send show you my list you. as well. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, only God forgives. That's definitely got the aesthetic. No one talks in that film. It's weird. Yeah. But how do they communicate? Do they like do dances like bees or something? Dances of bees? Yeah, like how do they communicate? Do they just like do facial expressions? I was kidding about the bee thing, by the way. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> um they do talk. There's just no need for it in the film, sort of. Everything is conveyed oh, okay, through okay. like I um, eyeline and shit. It's like most of um, what's Nicholas the movie? Winding Remf, Refinf. Nicholas hmm? Winding director. Oh, I thought you were gonna no, no. bring up the director. Never mind. No, no, I was trying to think of that the Pixar movie Wally, where there's like no talking for most of it. Where it's all just Nick. They don't need Eva. to talk. It's just <laughs> like you don't need to talk in that movie. It's just that you you know. Yeah. What is happening to space and their movements and, and where they are. Wally? Yeah. I don't know. 
I'm not Did saying you ever Wally see the is artist, like... the silent film, black and white. The artist, the artist? Uh, that is not vapor at all. No, no, just it's, it's a good movie. Yeah, though, I guess we're going on a tangent. Yeah, I love that. We're movie. talking about nonverbal movies right now. Oh, yeah. okay. On our on our um, tangent. So. There's one with no but, visuals, yeah. but a bunch of audio called Blue. It's literally a blue screen. Hmm. It's, and what it's, happens it, in the movie? Well, this guy talks and he muses <laughs> over his life. And spoiler alert, he's going blind. That's why the screen is blue. Because he's blue? Yeah, that's the idea. He's, he's blind. Yeah. You can only see that's blue. crazy. That's interesting. He's, he can only see that, <laughs> that reminds me of a story. I want, I go to short film festivals sometimes, mm-hmm. film, film festivals in general. And oh. I went to one, it was called Shorts But Not Pants. And it uh, had this one film <laughs> where at the beginning it was just a guy talking about being blind. And for the first maybe three minutes of the film, it was just black. And then, and I was really enjoying it. And then um, the lights came on in the, in the theater and someone came up uh, in front of the screen and was like, sorry, everybody, the screen malfunctioned. And I was like, oh, damn, there was supposed to, and then we saw the film and there was actually an image the whole time. And I was like, switch it off, man. I want to go back to just listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forget uh, what that Speaking of called. vaporwave film and filmography i have to shout out my associate carmine blas that's carmine like the mineral and blas like b l o i s e he's a great youtuber he did some videos for mesh he currently doesn't do too much i think he's like based around like pittsburgh or cincinnati or philly somewhere in that rust belt area he's Hmm. really interesting and has done some great work with like vaporwave songs has done music videos you have to check him out i'm sorry okay cool we'll do it thanks i'll give you the link to put in your description for editing purposes that'll be fantastic um i don't know what do we have anything else for for this oh yeah oh yeah what do you got american psycho Huey Lewis and Huey Lewis in the news, all that music. We sample it all the time. Oh my god! I I can't believe I did not think about this at all. Um, oh, that reminds me, Back to I, the Future. Well, all right, no, no, we need to talk about American Psycho for for a few minutes because fine, it is. I so fun fun story fun fact about American Psycho. Um, I actually did one of my sen- final senior like thesis papers in college on artwork based in American Psycho. Whoa, that is brilliant, man. That's so I, I, um, what we had to do, we had to go to one of the local art galleries uh, and pick an artist, uh, pick a piece in there and an artist and write about them and kind of compare it to something. Um, and I went, uh, I went to college in Buffalo. So we went to the Albright Knox gallery in buffalo new york which is actually a really a really nice art gallery and there's some really famous artworks uh artwork there from a lot of big artists picasso and, and um uh, rembrandt and, and and a lot of big names that you would expect to see in like large galleries you know prominent cities around the world they have a lot of really cool stuff there but there was one piece there that stuck out to me one time when i went there after i saw american psycho uh, and that was by robert longo and he's famous for these charcoal drawings, these really interesting charcoal drawings. And if you cool. remember in American Psycho, in his apartment, there is this drawing, this painting or piece of art on the wall of this guy in a suit. But it's kind of like he's like crouched down, but like his arm is up and it, like he's kind of contorted. Um, if you if you go through and watch a scene in his in his house, you'll see it there. Um, but that's part of a a a series of of charcoal drawings that he did called Men in the Cities, and it mm. just kind of depicted these people that live in like corporate life, um, and 
kind of like the struggles that they feel and like the the pain and the weight in their shoulders and just uneasiness and i somehow shoehorned like mentioning american psycho into this paper on this artist uh, and I, you know and it fit really well and it's and i remember getting it back um at the end of the day and the 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 person who graded it was just like wow okay that's interesting <laughs> i can actually like like not only like mention it, but it actually worked and fit with the narrative. I'd have to go back and try to dig it up somewhere and find it. Do but, it, yeah. Um, but yeah, the there's so much stuff in that movie that is beyond just Patrick Bateman killing people or or being um, just having problems. There's so much imagery and, um, and and so many metaphors in that movie. It's it's insane. Not to mention the lifestyle that he lives, the opulent luxury, the 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 apartment in Manhattan, the way he dresses, um, just the, the flaunting of the wealth and everything else like that. It's uh, everything, um, and then the music. He listens to to Huey Lewis in the news and Phil Collins. It's oh, it's such a. If you have not seen that movie, you need to go see it. Like when you finish listening to this episode. Yeah, go pause this episode and go watch the movie and come back to us. Well, we yeah. won't wait oh. for you, but you can do it. Well, it's it's not live. They can pause it, and then and it's like we waited. I, hey, I don't <laughs> want them to know. Okay, there's there's secrets that should not be told. <laughs> yeah, but no what? So, Indy, what were you going to compare American Psycho to? Like, what what was your reasoning for it? Uh, mostly just the music, and like you said, his apartment the luxury like lifestyle he was living um not too not necessarily too much of the subject matter of the film but mm-hmm. yeah maybe some of the atmosphere and the tension sort of between yeah. characters like the silence when you know what they know sort of yeah i th- you yeah. know it's almost interesting just the per- the way that artists have their their multiple personas uh, in the vaporwave world kind of Patrick Bateman has these multiple personas in his life. You know, he's, he's the yuppie businessman, but he's also the serial killer. You know, he's into murders and executions. I mean, mergers and acquisitions, um, worrying about like superficial, like, you know, luxury items and how the hygiene, the business card, the whole business card, like he's sweating profusely. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. He's even got a watermark. He's he's even got (laughs) Oh, that's so yeah. good. I got to watch that. Oh, too many. But yeah, the hygiene, everything else. Um, I can't believe Bryce prefers Van Patten's card to mine. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just like, yeah, it's what you you don't know that people, like the things people are thinking about. Mm-hmm. That film yeah. executes that quite well. Yeah. Wow. Well, Uriel, uh, what, what, what were you going to mention before I went off on my thesis rant? No, I think I like got my word and it's no worries. Um, did you guys ever see and I don't know if maybe you saw them as a kid or recently because they've had a bit of a resurgence in popularity since, you know, retro 80s culture has had a resurgence in vaporwave, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, the computer animated films, the the mind's eye and beyond yes! the mind's eye. Yes. Yes. I Those have that are saved. Vaporwave their as... YouTube reps what? saved on my goddamn YouTube channel. I really need to see them. They're just so much to take in. I can't even watch all the way through. It's just that amazing. Oh, yeah. And not all the films are the same, like, quality, sort of. But there's some bangers on there, man. Holy cow. The one with the bird and the fish. The hey, dude hey. and the... The bird and the I'm fish. I haven't even bird, got to that right? part yet. Don't don't spoil oh, the shit. imagery for me. Really? Oh no. Okay. I saw that when I was like nine, bro. Nine? Oh, <laughs> hey, look. When I when you were nine, I probably wasn't born yet. No, not even close. That is, that is true. I I have not seen those. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh yeah, maybe just maybe you're just born. You haven't? No, oh, I, man. I was born in ninety seven. You got to look so it up. You got to. Okay, 87 for me. Yeah, so I wasn't born yet. Nine years, yeah. 
There's also one called Computer Dreams that came out in 1988. Just quickly, just Google that shit, Pony. Because mm-hmm. um, then you might be able to talk about it a bit more. I'm looking it up right now. Mind's Eye Film Series consists of several art films rendered using computer-generated imagery of varying levels of sophistication. Yeah, I mean, this looks like just straight up, um, like, cutting-edge technology for, like, 1993. This stuff here, I'm sure, is inspired tons of vaporwave artists. Oh, I'm sure. Maybe even subconsciously. The imagery on it is, is crazy. Yeah. There's actually... I'm just looking at the Wikipedia. There's like four films or maybe even more. Um, but yeah, there's the one with the bird and the fish. That one's amazing. Yeah, there's definitely album art that is just a straight up screenshot of something in this in this movie. There, there, there's definitely, yeah. there's no doubt about that. So yeah, def- definitely watch that. You're, you're, <laughs> watch you're telling those us to watch, watch uh, like nothing else we mentioned. Watch that one. Yeah, man. Just well, but just skip to the bird and uh, I'm kidding. Skip. <laughs> I will throw a bird. Oh fish. <laughs> Wow. All the way to Canada, and you're going to deal with it. <laughs> oh God, no. Yeah, those are super vaporwave. I don't know. Just the the music is, it is vaporwave. Like you, someone could put that on a tape and sell it as vape right now. Easy. <sighs> Um, uh, Tron, the original Tron. Is that more vapor or is that like more synth? Yeah, it's I've seen it a couple times. It can work as both. It's a little bit of a middle ground. It's not quite cyberpunk because it's like I think the new just one the computer is more, itself. Is more it's synth. nothing fancy, but it's not quite vaporwave. Old tech. Because, yeah, that's what I was gonna get at. Like it's on <clears> tech. Like and there's like one live action scene at the beginning, which is like put in the shittiest audio ever i swear to god <laughs> like this bad mixing oh my god i can't understand what the fuck they're saying put on the subtitles if you watch this movie well they, they had to spend all the money on the computers that i think i remember reading something somewhere that movie like the budget for it was insane because they had to like the, the computer technology to actually render that stuff was just not available you know it was mm. crazy couldn't they at least afford Crazy. a boom operator or something? They spent that it on the computer. That film didn't make much money. Hey, no, we that got was a sequel a... and some spinoffs. It's still pretty well. But like that was, most people wouldn't have known before maybe the next, maybe the past few years that like that was a Disney movie. You know, people didn't know it existed mm-hmm. compared to stuff like Cinderella and beauty and the beast and toy story and stuff like that yeah yeah they're really trying to push that one down into the vault yeah because it was it just it didn't it didn't fit with their with with disney when you think of disney but then it's kind of after i think pirates of the caribbean was kind of a, a big turning point for disney where they kind of realized hey we can make movies that are not just kids movies and and not just you know for little kids and actually market them successfully. Um, and that's when you kind of started seeing a shift away from that and, and not a shift away, but like also including some more different things. Um, and they kind of embraced Tron and that the whole eighties culture came back. And that's when we got Tron too. Tron, I think legacy. Yeah. Well, Tron legacy. Yeah. But yes. The second Tron movie. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. We just talked about that. In oh, sorry, the Melanie sorry. podcast. Yeah. I remember there was also like another movie which was based off, uh, I think it was either Philip K. Dick or Harlan Ellison. It's always one of those two people called Lawnmower Men. Man. Yeah, that's on my list, dude. Fucking super vaporwave. Yes. Oh my God, it's frightening too. Yeah, Lawnmower Man. Why is it called Lawnmower Man, by the way? Uh. That's just like disabled guy, something about a, oh, he's a landscaper. Oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. There's also relatedly, I I always put these two movies together because the actor Matt Frewer is in both of them. Max Headroom. That's on my list. Also. <laughs> How big is your list? Do you got a lot of? 
I said I could talk about this for as long as required. It's true. Can can we, like, can it at this point? I think we've gotten more than enough movies. They're going to be exasperated. Like, they're just writing shit down, like, limb by limb. And now somebody, (laughs) as we've changed into a different movie over and over, they're like, damn it! (laughs) I just want to watch a movie. We can do a uh, Vaporwave Film Festival. That would be sick. If we had the rights but we don't we don't know maybe we could do like new indie films that are inspired by vaporwave that might actually work and by indie films i do not mean films by indie but that would be nice films of indie no not that (laughs) we want independent films did you guys ever see that oh wait so wait why max headroom it fits in. It honestly is just something I conflate with the same reasons as uh, whatchamacallit, Lawnmower Man. It yeah. has like this weird aesthetic and music showcasing. Plus, it mm-hmm. was based off an advertisement, which was all the more reason I needed. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it. And even when I did yeah. see it, I like got it halfway through because I was late to the rabbit stream. Late to Consumerism. Consumerism at its finest. You betcha. Um, did you guys ever see that film with Keanu Reeves called Johnny Mnemonic? Johnny Mnemonic? Yeah, that's based off a short story. That's more cyberpunk. But yeah, I, it's, it's up there. I, I guess. It's just it's really bad, but so good. It's been one of those movies. And the tech how, how bad is like there's a part where Keanu Reeves says, I need a computer. Just YouTube that clip if you're listening. It's like the most brutal shit ever. It's hard to, like, if you've seen maybe The Room with Johnny Wiseau and how cringy that is, this is more cringy with Keanu Reeves. Johnny Mnemonic. I need a computer. Mnemonic. Mnemonic, not mnemonic. Mnemonic. Yeah, that's right. What does that mean? It means uh, a, it's something that helps you think of things. It's like a reminder, basically. Like, mm. like if you're thinking of like um, space notes on a treble clef for music, every good boy does fine. If you're thinking right. of line notes, all cows eat grass. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those. No, no, no. It's face. It's face. All cows eat grass is uh, face. face trouble. Yeah, I caught myself. Yeah, face. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Mnemonic. And yeah, just some other old ones. Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, Days and Confuse. Days and Confuse is not fit. I've seen the movie more times than I can count. You don't, don't think it fits in that aesthetic? Well, well? I, it does for us just because we grew up with that. I mean, I guess just transporting, transporting back to that time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't grow up in the time, but I did grow up watching it all the time to the point like my CD is a permanently ruined DVD. Oh, wow. You you wore out a DVD. Like it doesn't work anymore. It's got so many scratches, but I have seen it like a thousand times. Yeah. Okay. I think we've got a sizable list. You want to cap it off, or do you have anything more? Yeah, no, I think that's uh, that's good. That's There's one more uh, Kung Fury, that short film. Oh, oh yeah, Fury. yeah. It's again more synthwave, but yeah, it fits. It's free on YouTube. Watch it right after this. <laughs> Kung Fury. Check the link. In that's the that's next level film too. <clears throat> it's Crazy, awesome. Uh, it's my favorite movie of all CG time. Action. Is it really? Wow, cool. Well, I haven't seen a lot of movies, so it's not saying much, but yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I think we've got quite a bit of movies here for people to go and check out for our. Tell I us, guess, tell us your first... favorite vaporwave movies. My favorite vaporwave movies? No, the listeners. Oh, okay. I'm like what? We've just spent an hour talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dev, let us know what your uh, what movies come to mind for you know with vaporwave, whether it be like something that just. Uh, draws from the aesthetic or maybe the plot kind of implies something a a common theme in vaporwave uh 
let us know on social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, our uh, feel the vapor. Yeah, exactly. Um, to connect with us on Twitter, podcast Twitter is at Private Suite Pod. The Private Suite Mag Twitter is at Private Suite Mag. Facebook.com slash Private Suite Mag. Instagram.com slash Private Suite Mag. And of course, we have Patreon.com slash Private Suite Mag, where you can sign up for our uh, various tiers, get uh, digital copies as well as physical copies of the magazine, maybe even a bundle. Check it out on there. In terms of social media, if people want to connect with you guys, where would they go, Indy? Just Google Indy Advent. You'll be all set. <laughs> What's your I Twitter got... handle? Indy Advent, everything. <laughs> Indy Advent, everything. Uriel, what about you? I'm at Uriel Machine, and I have UrielMachine.wordpress.com. I don't really do anything on there, but it's nice to have the website. And uh, for me, you can get me on uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, at PHLSFO. So, uh, guys, anything else before we we cut it off for the day? No, sir. All right, guys. This was fun. Good. Yeah, definitely good. Let us know what you think of your vaporwave, uh, favorite vaporwave movies, and um, we'll see you next time. And who you think Porter Vong is. And who you think Porter Vong is, yeah. He died for your sins. All right. Well, he's still alive, so. Not yet. I think he did. (laughs) <laughs> well, I guess that's not foreshadowing. We're not we're we're not condoning anything. Don't kill Porter Fox. I'm condoning Don't something. Listen to your <laughs> All right, guys. Until next kidding, time. Kidding. See you. All right, all right. Take it easy. Bye. Later. Peace.